This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Let's roll, baby. It's a Monday edition. The return. Of Odds On Sports right here on The Fan. Of course, you're listening to Odds On Sports. Presented by our new sponsor, FanDuel Sportsbook. The official sportsbook of WFAN. And it was a very entertaining week 10. When you think about some of the twists and turns that you saw with so many of these games. With so many of these particular point spreads. Now, the Giant-Eagle game did not really have any of that. The Giants played one of their best games of the year. The Giants, to their credit, had the response after the Boston Scott touchdown and were the better team. They got off to a fast start. They frustrated Carson Wentz. They got a turnover-free game from Daniel Jones. And now the Giants, if you look at the market in the NFC East, they have now shifted into second place as far as those odds are concerned. Uh, I have a couple of guys who invested in the Giants at like 6-7-1 to seven to, one to win the NFC East. Still a long shot right now with the Giants at 3-7 and seven on the year. But those odds have come down quite a bit. Giants now are positioned plus 300 to go and win this division. Schedule's tough. Still going to be asking a lot. But you're going into the bye week now. You're going into the following week against Cincinnati. And maybe you could dare to dream in a woeful pathetic division. Now, there were about three games last night that, let's just say, hence the wheel in my brain was spinning, thinking about the wagering ramifications of so much of this stuff. The first, Arizona and Buffalo, which for my money was the game of the day. Josh Allen hooks up with Diggs, about 35 seconds left to play, and it looks like Buffalo's going to have this great win. I'm sick to my stomach. Let's just say one of our picks for the week was Arizona laying the two and a half. So I'm like, all right, this is an outright loss. Cards defense fell apart, miserable. I'm not in a good mood. Then, as you are watching the play of the day unfold, the Kyle Murray bomb to DeAndre Hopkins, the Hail Mary, in which DeAndre Hopkins goes through three defenders, comes up in the air, you see his hands with those triple XL gloves pulling the ball in. It's like, holy smokes. And I'm like running around, I'm dancing, I'm singing, I'm screaming, saying, wow, I am going to cover this two and a half point spread. And in my super contest down in Vegas, I'm going to cover my one and a half point spread. Well, unfortunately, I only covered one of those. And for those of you who did not play the money line, 
for the Arizona Cardinals, and you laid two and a half, you're sick to your stomach as Arizona does not with one second left attempt an extra point. And I get the logic if it gets blocked and the Bills return it, two points, game is tied. But you never see that in the NFL. Let's be honest. You never, ever, ever see that in the NFL. So I know for a whole lot of people out there, you felt dirty. You felt sick. Arizona only winning that game by two points. I'll give you another one that would put a knot in my stomach. How about if you had the Browns and the Texans? Chubb at the end of the game breaks the run. He's about to go into the end zone. Steps out of bounds. I mean, for those who had Cleveland laying three and a half, that's like the ultimate tease. You got breaks the run. I'm about to cover three and a half. This is going to be cause for celebration. Oh, it's no celebration. And Texan three and a half betters are rejoicing. These are the swings that we talk about on a Sunday. That there are going to be some of you who are on the right end of it. Who are probably like pounding your chest. You're probably dancing. You, you got your beer. You got your wings. You're spilling it all over the place. I would be. If I were on the right end of those games, you're on the wrong end of those games. You might want to take that bottle and throw it up against the wall. I mean, that's just, ooh, straight out misery. And it turns out the sucker bet of the week, without question, was the Ravens laying the seven against New England. And I knew, folks, not that I liked this particular game, because I got to be honest, I didn't go anywhere near it from our super contest plays or five plays of the week. Uh, I might have gotten involved with the Patriots at the end of the night. But in general, this is not a game I really liked. But I'm going to tell you what was, in so many different ways, a telltale sign. You had about 84% of the tickets coming in on the Baltimore Ravens. New England barely getting by the Jets. New England not really looking particularly good this year. When that line goes from Baltimore minus 7, with all the money in the world coming in, on Baltimore. And it goes the other way. And they drop that baby a half point to six and a half. That is when I knew point blank something was up. Something just stunk. Smelled a little fishy if you know what I mean. Baltimore, New England. Fishy line, sucker line. And I'm sure it wiped out every parlay and tease known to man. Who didn't tease Baltimore down to a pick Who didn't throw a Baltimore in the last leg of their three of their 14 parlay? Bet there were a whole lot of hurt souls with the way that Sunday night game shook out. But the NFC is wide open as I've seen in a long, long time. The AFC, it's going to be Kansas City and Pittsburgh, but there is a team rising in the ranks that put me in a better mood despite a miserable golf score. The Miami Dolphins, who continue to be a cash cow. Six, excuse me, seven and two. Let's get it right. Seven and two against the number. So, jam-packed football Sunday. We got so much to get into here in this first Odds on Sports presented by our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. We got your calls, your plays of the day. They're coming up for Monday Night Football with the Vikings and the Chicago Bears. I got a strong feel on this game. I have all week. I'll give you what that play is coming up in a little bit. We got your calls at 877-337-6666. We'll welcome in our friend 
Arthur Caesar, one of the head odds makers from the Link Casino. Get a sense on Sunday, tonight, maybe a look ahead to what we're going to see Thursday and Sunday and beyond. We've got so much to do. It's Odds on Sports, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. We're right here on the Fan. Welcome back to Odds on Sports, presented by our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. And to help us recap what we saw on Sunday and to set the stage for tonight, with the Vikings and the Chicago Bears, we welcome in my main man from the Link Casino, one of the heads odds makers, the great Art the Caesar, ready to shake and bake, ready to rock and roll. Art, what's shaking, my dude? How you doing? JJ, pleasure to be here as always, man. Uh, yeah, what a crazy Sunday. and You know, not, not a bad Monday night game, so let's get it rolling. Well, Art, let's start here. How giddy... Were all the odds makers, and how giddy were anybody affiliated with setting these lines, seeing the New England Patriots not just go and cover the seven points or a kickoff the six and a half, but go and win that game outright? All right, that must have blew up every parlay tease known to man, correct? Absolutely, JJ. I mean, not only does it blow up all the parlays, all the teasers, everyone obviously not only with points on a parlay, money line, and the game stayed under, where normally people like taking the overs, especially in these primetime games. So the fact that it was Patriots outright and an under was incredible for us. It was the best result of the day, and it really capped off a good Sunday. Incredible. Speaking of incredible, what was the reaction like in the book over the final minute of that Bills-Cardinals game? Allen scores with 30 seconds left. Then you get the Kyle Murray Hail Mary Oh, were you thinking they were going to need on that extra point? I, I was shocked. And it made sense, and I understood what Kingsbury was doing. But, man, I mean, you talk about that particular point, extra attempt, or lack thereof, determining a winner and a loser. That's exactly what it did. Oh, 100%, JJ. I mean, that swung the fortunes of a lot of betters. And, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I think that Kingsbury did the right thing. You know, it's just one of those things where you're like, oh, my God, like you're, you're still trying to recover from the end of that game. And then you're like, wait, you know, this this point, two point, whatever's going to happen here is a big result. And it was just I mean, that was an insane last minute of that football game. You ain't kidding. I'll give you another crazy finish. Were you guys happy about the fact that Nick Chubb, after breaking that run, decided not to go into the end zone? Like, was the book there far more of a Texan contingent? Or was it far more of a Cleveland Brown contingent? Well, let me say this. We, we personally were looking, you know, we needed the Texans, I guess you could say, because the Texans, you know, Cleveland had opened at two and a half and it closed at four. So basically all this money was pouring in on Cleveland. So it was good for us, but it's crazy. We had a ton of Browns fans in the book and they were mad. Their team won, but they all didn't get to cash their minus fours. So there were some mad Browns fans, and that's the beauty of gambling. Your team can win, but you can lose, and it's just amazing to see. Or do you recommend, like in the Arizona case, where it's only a one-and-a-half or a two-and-a-half point line, that if you're going to play the favorite there in that spot, do you play them on the money line? Is that what you would advise most people to do, pay a couple extra shekels and not leave that point or two-point win in doubt? JJ, absolutely. And, you know, I know you and I have had this conversation before, and I always feel if you're anywhere from two, one, one and a half, listen, on any spread, you're normally going to pay minus 110 anyway. So pay the minus 125, even if it's minus 130, because 
it can happen that way. You can get, you know, the Giants a couple weeks ago when they beat the Redskins, they beat them by one. If you don't take them on the money line there, they close at one. You basically push the game. So, listen, I always recommend if it's something in that range, two, one, one and a half, pay the money line. Just pay the juice. You'll be a lot happier. Or what game helped you guys the most? What game hurt you guys the most with this Sunday action? Well, I, you know, listen, we already touched on it. Obviously, the Ravens was, you know, the best result of the day. That was a really, really great result for us. Um, you know, not a great result, not terrible, not, you know, crazy. But, you know, the Lions end up cover, coming back and, you know, covering that game. And that game closed at three and a half. So that wasn't that great of a result for us. You know, the Saints, a lot of people were on the Saints. It seemed more like Sharps were on the 49ers. But people were on the Saints. The public was on the Saints. So the Saints wasn't great. But overall, it was a great day because when you end with that Ravens win, you know, you can't complain. All right, Art. We got a Monday night game coming up about an hour. Minnesota 3-5, and five, yet they're a three-point favorite against the 5-4 and four Chicago Bears. Uh, to me, the Vikings are the play here in this game. I liked it a lot more at 2.5. It got as high as 3.5. How do you see Vikings-Bears shaking out? It did. You're absolutely right, JJ. It was two and a half. It did touch three and a half. It's now settled back to, you know, the key number of three. You know, these are, these are tough games, divisional games. You know, normally the, you know, the old adage is you take a divisional home dog getting the points, you know, and the Vikings got a lot working against them when they play in Chicago. They're terrible ATS. I think they're like three and 14, their last 17 there. But I agree with you. I think it's a Vikings or nothing play. You know, I just, the Vikings are starting to roll a little bit. They've won two straight, and I just don't trust anything the Bears offense can do. So I would feel very comfortable laying the three. Uh, how do you feel about the total? It seems like an obvious under. That's why I'm staying away from it. 44 and a half. If you had to play it, what side do you want? Yeah, I, I, that would probably be one of those where if I looked to play it, I'd probably play the under. I'd probably feel more comfortable teasing the Vikings and teasing the under. But, you know, this is, you know, NFC North, the old black and blue division, where they're going to slug it out. You know, so you could see this game being 21-17. But, yeah, I think if you just go to the window and you want to make one play, make it the Vikings. You know, I'm a little leery of that total. And our final one, if there's a look-ahead line to Thursday, Sunday, or Monday that jumped out at you, what would that look-ahead line be? You know, the two I'll touch on real quick. Thursday, you got... The Thursday night game, the totals already moved two points to 58. It was at 56. Seattle's defense is terrible. I think a lot of people think there's going to be overs on that. I do think Sharps will pounce on that under, though. The number will get too high. And then the opening line for Texans was minus two against the Patriots. Now it's Patriots minus two, two and a half. So the Patriot-Texan game has totally flipped, and it makes a lot of sense why it has. Arthur Caesar, one of the head odds makers over at the Link Casino. Can't wait to visit him out in Vegas. Hopefully, when all this COVID stuff finally comes to an end. All right, I love you, bro. Enjoy the game Monday night. We'll do this again soon, all right? All right, JJ. Always a pleasure, my man. There you have it. That's Arthur Caesar over at the Link Casino. Terrific stuff there. Now, as far as our play today, it's an easy one. We're keeping it simple. We gave it as one of our five super contest plays. Love the Minnesota Vikings tonight. And I know. I am putting my faith and my confidence in Kirk Cousins in a primetime game. But I think there's a reason why a 3-5 and five team is favored right now over a 5-4 and four team. And I've said it for weeks. I'm looking to fade the Chicago Bears every which way I can. So 
Keeping it simple. Vikings laying the three, and away we go. Let's head to Queens, the great Jeff Money. What up, Money? What's up, Money? I had a great week this week for the following. Ah, oh, that's always beautiful, isn't it, Jeff Money? When you're waking up on a football Monday, the coffee tastes a little better. The breakfast tastes a little better. Uh, just your overall mood, your overall well-being, isn't it better when you have a winning week? I mean, I feel that way between that and the Dolphins. Oh, cloud nine, bro. Hey, the Dolphins helped me. I went 9-1 and one for the week. That's counting college football. And as you know, on Sunday, I went 3-0 and oh with the baby Dolphins in that mix there. So now, you know, it brings it till tonight. And you know, when, when you and I match up with 10-7 and seven so far this year and tonight, we're going to match up. I'm taking those Vikings minus the three tonight. I like it, Jeff Money. Now, the only reason we're going to have some cause for concern, in my opinion, is Kirk Cousins in a primetime game. But here's why I feel confident in Minnesota. Dalvin Cook, over his last couple of games, has run like a man possessed. He has played so exceptionally well. And I'll never forget, I saw Dalvin Cook in college, 2017, me and the great Eagle Eye picks were down at Florida State, Miami. We're sitting upper deck, first row, 50-yard line, and Dalvin Cook torched that hurricane defense. And that was the moment for me, Jeff Bunny, where I'm like, wow. Not only did I think this guy was good on TV, but he looks that much better in person. So I'm not surprised he's doing this now in the NFL. I think Dalvin Cook takes the pressure off of Cousins. And Jeff, I've told you this for weeks. Fade Chicago any which way you can. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I hope we're all on it tonight and make some money. That's the best thing. Jeff Money, appreciate the call. Like that we are riding together. You are also rocking with the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins. It's always dicey. Bears offense is even worse. Set him on road. James joins us. What's happening, James? What's up, JJ? How you doing? James, all is well. What's up? I got to tell you, man. Right on, man. I picked them, and I comboed them with the Giants on a 50-time parlay. And I'm telling you, that was a great, great game, man. Hey, listen, James. You shouldn't even have had to sweat that one out. Miami was up 14 to nothing. The center gave Tua about as bad a snap as normally humanly possible, went like 30, 40 yards behind them, and set the Chargers up with a touchdown that allowed them to get right back in the ballgame. But listen, Miami is playing team complimentary football. They execute in the red zone. They execute offensively and defensively on third down. And they are so well coached with Brian Flores. They have been a cover machine. In fact, they are 7-2 and two against the numbers so far this year. So James, if you've been throwing those Dolphins in the teases and the parlays, you've been taking them week after week, they've been treating you yeah. well. Yes, they have been. I tell you, I, I'm happy for you because I know you're all over Tua, man, because you, you like him a lot. Listen, James, and it's funny. I went on the You Better You Bet uh, Sunday morning show. I love those guys. Costos, Danny Parkins, who does afternoon drive in Chicago, my buddy from Syracuse. And, you know, Danny asked me about would I want to do over with Tua and Herbert. And I was like, no, do over. First of all, they play like five games. Second of all, here's what I know. Two is three and oh as a starter. Okay? It's good enough for me. And I know it's not just him. It's the coach. It's Chan Gailey's play calling. It's complimentary offense, defense, special teams, you name it. But why would I be bellyaching about quarterback? No. I'm A-OK with Tua. And 
I feel really good about my team and I feel really good about my guy. And for those of you who are getting involved on Football Sundays, you've been taking the Dolphins week in and week out. They've been treating you well. Odds on Sports is pre- presented by our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of WFN. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.